Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs, and as always, I'm joined by AIW owner John Thorne. What's up, Thorne? I'm here. Back at it. The streak continues. We're getting a little... Keeping up. We're getting some getting some heat last week because I uh, didn't upload that uh, one that we had in the can <laughs> until Friday. It happens, you know. I mean, it still came out, you know, once a week. I, we didn't. We never we it, uh, yeah. promised. We never promised an actual date. When you know, we just said once a week. So, yeah, we made it. Um, you know, just just barely. But there was there was a lot going on last week with us trying to get this intense TV thing launched. Yeah, that's kind of why I figured too. I knew you guys had been doing a lot with that. That's why I didn't even really hit you up. Like, hey, you know, if you wanted a live record, I knew we had the one in the can, which I did get a lot. I have gotten a decent amount of feedback from people. People seem to like that one. Um, you know, some people want. It. They said they want to hear the more the more of the Duke on the podcast. Who said that? I don't know if we should tell them that. Who said that? I need Summers. A I need a name. Justin Summers wants more of the Duke. He said that he's he claims he said this for a long time now. But I also, you know, to be fair, I I've always liked the Duke on the pod. I think he adds a lot of uh, you know what I mean, insight to the wrestling industry. He's been around, for, you know, he's been in it for quite a while. He, he tells good stories. I, I always, uh, you know, I always enjoy the Duke on there. It's always a good time over at Duke W three over there as well. That was a that was a good night. Yeah, uploaded uh, recently to the uh, Cleveland All Pro Archives Facebook page a uh, Duke match from 2004. Yeah, PC, PC Lover. Lover. PC yeah, Lover. yeah, I saw that. That was uh, it's it's that is quite a match. Yeah, if you e if you don't know, if you don't know, Duke has been on the Cleveland independent wrestling scene for quite a while, and he used to be used to go by a, a ring name at PC the PC Lover. And uh, Thorne, like you said, just uploaded that to the Cleveland All Pro page. So definitely go check that out. That there's been a lot of stuff uploaded to that. Um, the page is is sweet for somebody like myself. Like I've always, you know, I've said I. I was newer to independent wrestling. AIW kind of introduced me to indie wrestling. Um, so I didn't, you know, I had never been to any Cleveland All Pro shows or any of the other ones. Um, so seeing a lot of this stuff for the first time is pretty rad. I wish I was because I was definitely the right age to be, I could have been going to some of these shows and stuff and having a good time. But yeah, I was, I was unaware. But this page has definitely exposed me to a lot of it. Well, I mean, you got to think about, you know, the time. You know, there was no social media. There was, you know, you had right. you had to know it existed, or else how else would you've known? You know, like it wasn't. You know, it, things have just evolved so much with social media, and you know, being able to target, you know, audiences, and you know, just be able to get the word out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like you had, would have had to have gotten a flyer somewhere or something, or else you would have known. Like there was a time in like the early late 90s early 2000s like there was an indie show probably every weekend friday and saturday you know that you could drive to and they were all packed like every single one of them um yeah you know just different different time you know because wrestling as a whole was like on fire you know at, at that time period so it's just different different uh just a different era but you know i've for me you know i said it before but like these are the shows you know some of these shows i eventually you know i was on a couple of cleveland all pro shows but um you know these are the shows i was just going to you know what i mean as well as a teenager so you know it's just kind of interesting for me it's like you know i've 
when I'm digging through these tapes, it's just like, you know, I've unlocked a time capsule kind of, and I, I just pop one in and I go, oh, I remember this guy, I remember that guy, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, some of the some of the guys I had never some of these names I had never heard of, and uh, then you look at the comments and and you'll see people like, oh man, this guy, you know, I haven't heard of him in so long, and it's like uh, it's, it's it seems like it's definitely a real trip back in time for some people. Oh, I mean, you have to think, you know, some of this some of this footage is you know nearly thirty years old that I've some of it is thirty years old. You know, I did I think the oldest tape I found was from nineteen ninety four, but um, yeah, you know, there's some it's kind of I wish I had the complete collection. I don't think anybody has that, but I don't think it exists. But, uh, yeah, it's just like I, I pop in a tape and I go, oh, man, you know, like I haven't thought about this guy in forever or this guy in forever. And, like, I think a lot of those guys are, you know, I heard from uh, a guy named Lars Rockney who was, you know, from that era of uh, Cleveland independent wrestling. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he hit me up and he said he bought – he lives in, like, North Carolina now. He says he bought a flight to uh, come March 22nd because he wants to see Jason Bain wrestle again. Yeah, you, you had kind of alluded to that uh, on one of the other shows and said that there was a guy that was talking about it. So that so he definitely bought a flight. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. He, he I said, mean, He said he bought a flight and he's trying to get some of, you know, some of the guys that he's, you know, still in contact with that aren't wrestlers anymore. He's trying to kind of get like, uh, you know, it's almost like a like a reunion going, you know, as far as to come out and support Jason Bain. So I thought that was pretty cool. You just posted one recently um, of Jason Bain and Ray Rowe together uh, from 2004. Um, I know I'm sure a lot of people, you know, who listen to this podcast know obviously who uh, who that is. So, I mean, if you want to see Ray Rowe and Jason Bain go after you don't, you know, if you're not too familiar with Jason Bain, that's a great one to check out. Yeah, that's about 53 um, seconds of them just killing this guy named The Fever. <laughs> um, there was another post I'm trying Duke's, to find. Duke's it former business partner, The Fever. It, Oh, interesting. Oh, here it is. Okay, so there was a guy. You somebody posted. It's just a guy that uh, got his shirt says "Got Pod" on it. What was that wrestler's name? Because I saw that comment, I was oh. like, "We got to bring this guy back." <laughs> That's the Sheikh Abdul Hassan, who was just like a Cleveland wrestling mainstay for years and years and years and years. Uh, so that wasn't his normal gimmick. Did he just wear that one random night, or was that well, like, he, what was going on with the? So like he, he did like all kinds of gimmicks. You know what I mean? He did like a Sheikh mm-hmm. gimmick. Uh, he did a gimmick where he was like from Iraq and came out with an Iraqi flag and, you know, he oh, was Jesus Iraqi Christ. sympathizer gimmick. <laughs> uh, and then what he's probably most known for around here is he, to kind of go, you know, in the realm of, uh, you know, the t-shirt he was wearing is he formed a tag team called the munchies, you know, like <laughs> they had the munchies. Oh, that'd be so good. And their big thing was they threw tw- Twinkies out into the crowd. <laughs> okay you know because they had the see munchies. i can get behind this yeah i'm all for this well yeah there's you know it's just it, it it is kind of like i'm creating a digital time capsule really no purpose other than like i, I said before it's kind of uh, i don't know centered me or refocused me a little bit you know as far as like yeah. i can i can kind of disconnect from the aw work and i can work on this stuff and it's actually like you know, like not not that AW isn't fun or exciting, but AW is is a lot of work. As you know, anybody that's kind of working behind the scenes can attest to. This is just kind of like you know, I'm uh, I'm getting engaged with like working on stuff, but it's like you know, I don't know. It's like oh my god, I can't believe this. Like I just I just popped the tape in earlier, and I was you know editing stuff, getting it ready to to upload, and it's just like this guy that was like 
supposedly Shane Douglas's like protege. His name was the <laughs> protege. And, uh, oh, great. You know, like I, I remember seeing him on all the, his name was the, the protege, Mike Preston. And I remember seeing him on all these shows, like throughout Northeast Ohio. I was like, I have not thought about this guy since 2001, you know what I mean? Or 2002. So then like I fell, fall down a rabbit hole and like saw that he was like signed to WWE for a while. And, you know, oh, was wow. like a developmental guy. And then, you know, I, I guess never made it, but, uh, just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's keeping me engaged with, uh, what we're doing, I guess, you know, like keeping me, especially like, you know, I feel like from COVID it was like, so we were so disconnected and then we were like, we got back into it, but it was just like, it was kind of like almost like formulaic when we came back in the, in a way that like, you know, just having shows was like drawing and, you know, people were just excited to be like for us to be back. And now, you know, we're removed from that for a while. And now it's just like, okay, like now we really got to lock back in. And like, I don't know, for whatever reason, this is kind of helping me lock back in. Do you think it's helping you at all in the ways of booking as far as like, like you were saying with with COVID for a while that we didn't have any shows and then we kind of came back and there, AIW's always kind of been storyline driven and for a little bit as we came back there was just not there was just some shows there really wasn't as much storyline stuff. Do you feel like watching the older stuff where I feel like a lot of it was it was all storylines and gimmicks and stuff like that back in the day I don't think they just had you know there were really wasn't matches for just matches Cleveland sake Alpro, there was always something. <laughs> Cleveland Alpro kind of was matches for matches like there was stuff okay. but. Like, uh, it was just, uh, independent wrestling was not as evolved as it is now, you know, like you could just do a show, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it, it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, there's like, I found these tapes and it's, I, I remember going to both shows and it's like, uh, it's like Friday night is in Garfield Heights and Saturday is in Lakewood. And, like, they're both fucking sold out, packed. You know what I mean? Like, wow. I couldn't even imagine, like, running in that close of proximity, you know, on back-to-back nights with, like, the yeah. same like the same lineups. Like, well, the matches were different, but it was, like, you know, Sabu was on both Sort of nights, the same you know roster what I mean? like, of who was on, yeah. But it's, like, Sabu is, like, you know what I mean? This is, like, you know, coming right out of, like, the death of ECW. So, like, Sabu's, like, gigantic megastar. But still, you know what I mean? Like, just running and but that's just how it was back then you know it was just like you know i'm sure there were angles and things that went that progressed and jt did like they would do like public access television you know like uh stuff like that but yeah just i I don't know just different time it's just like it brings me back to kind of like before it was such a serious thing you know what i mean for me uh, yeah, just kind of. I I don't know. It's just it's really almost like been therapeutic in a way. I guess I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, that's good though. At least I mean, you know, you don't want to be burnt out on AIW. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be at the at the end of it all. It's supposed to be fun. I mean, we've had some stressful things as far as you know from getting our own equipment and learning that and all the hiccups that came with that to personal uh personal lives mixing with business yeah. lives here in the realm of john thorne so there's a lot of been a lot of stressful things sure so it's it's good that you know you're you got something that's you know can, keeps you kind of like yeah, you said kinda, and i was kind of feeling burnt out there at, at certain times you know what i mean especially like you know those back-to-back 
kind of crazy summers that we just had stuff like that you know it was just like it was a lot you know especially like when we're being hired for shows you know as opposed to running them ourselves like you would think that's just like oh you know we're being hired like who cares but that comes with its own kind of other whole ball of problems that you know we don't usually have to deal with so you know it's like when it's tickets are the reason or not why we're gonna succeed like that's a problem but when somebody's like giving you money and like you have to answer to them that's a whole different problem you know what i mean so like there's just a lot of that stuff going on and then you know you're mixing in you know i'm i'm picking up these you know gigs you know for um psychopathic records and you know the gatherings and all that stuff it was just like you know we were kind of running pretty pretty hard for the last couple summers for sure and then you know there's really no break heading into you know the regular aw kind of season from the summer and then you know that's why i was really happy that we took january off this year it just i feel like it totally recharged me and that's when i really kind of got super you know in depth with this cleveland all pro kind of project so it's really kind of uh helped kind of get me back uh you know back on track i hate taking the month off like i hate not having you know an aiw show but when january rolls around it hits it's like all right okay like it's it's a good to have at least like a break here like you don't want to do it but it's it's definitely necessary from especially coming right out of the holidays and new years and all that and we you know we ran a show on the 29th of december or whatever so there was just there was a lot going on so yeah we definitely needed january off um, uh, speaking though of, of new projects though, and things that we, you know, more content that we've been doing, we unveiled our, uh, the re-debut of in- Absolute Intense Wrestling, Intense TV. Um, that was kind of what we touched on that, you know, the reason we were a little late with the pod last week and we, you know, put up the pod we did, we didn't do like a live, you know, one that we talked about, like, you know, how we record every week, but, um, it, it, a lot went into Intense TV. I, I saw it. I thought it was incredible. Um, I actually watched it at a concert I was at. It, it was luckily it was in between like the set change of the bands, uh, so I got to stand there and watch it. It was great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something that you know. Once we kind of have been getting together and trying to get you know like focused on these different kind of avenues that we normally don't. Yeah, that that we've like I don't want to say that we don't do, but we've like neglected attention. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, we have this equipment, we are not using it to its full capabilities or potential. You know, like we have all of these social media followers that we are not using to the full potential of capitalizing on. You know, just stuff like that. To where it was like, you know, this was always kind of in the conversation of like once we get in kind of the the zone so to speak and you know we we start cooking and rolling a little bit like it's something that i wanted to reintroduce because you know it's like what i've been saying about the complimentary content like you know it's there for people that want to see it and dig in more but like you're also it's not going to be 100 percent necessary for you to come and enjoy an aw show you know so it's kind of just like weaving into where you know for people that want it, it's there and there's more to consume and it's, you know, it's, it's free and it's quick and it's just another way to, you know, kind of you know, just use social media and use like our reach to kind of, you know, 
who knows maybe we'll you know find some new fans you know like the the, the gold scenes famously they discovered aiw just through the podcast you know not even watching you know a show or, or, or really knowing about the content so you know we're just kind of you know throwing everything at the wall to see if we can continue to grow uh in 2024 so this was just one of those things that we've always been thinking about doing and you know it's always been i've always been throwing it out there you know there's like there's other stuff that's on the board that uh hasn't been completed yet you know like we want to get some best ofs rolling for trailer plus tv and you, you know what i mean all that stuff so there's been stuff that's just been kind of you know thrown up on the board for you know th- that i think that we need to accomplish but the thing that I've realized is, you know, I have to delegate and, you know, without delegating a lot of this stuff wouldn't be getting done because, you know, before, you know, like when it was Chandler and I, you know, it's like hands on, you know, him and I, you know, are, are tackling things, you know, he does one thing, I do another thing, you know, everything kind of meets in the middle there. But, you know, since he's passed away, it's kind of all been on me and other people, you know, have, you know, taken on roles, you know, Pedro has taken on, you know, a, a huge role and, you know, uh, other people have stepped into to different roles, but <clears throat> it hasn't been in that, like, it, it's been more like administrative type of stuff, you know what I mean? Like Pedro's like keeping track of the books and the money and, you know what I mean? And, and, and budgeting and, you know, just logistics and, you know, <laughs> building cages and transporting cages and, you know, he's kind of like the all around, like, you know, just everything guy, but you know, he can't edit videos, you know what I mean? Like he, or shoot videos, you know, he like that is just too he'd much. He'd try if we gave him a camera. <laughs> he'd try. Well, he does. <laughs> I mean, he does those, he does those, he does those, um, event centers, event center. You know? Yeah. Which, which are great that. by the way. He does all that himself, you know, like that shoots himself and then chase edits them together. But you know, I, I've just realized that, you know, I have to, I have to delegate more, more and more. And, you know, if, if th- that just shows growth, it's kind of crazy that like, you know, we're AIW is almost 20 years in and like, we're still trying to find a way to grow and exist. And, you know, uh, I think that just shows anybody that wants to get involved in wrestling. Like it's not that easy. Like there's no turnkey operation for independent wrestling, you know, and it's just like, uh, I've been doing this forever and I, I still feel like I have nothing figured out and it's always kind of a new, you know, hurdle or problem to solve. But, um, yeah, so this is just something that I wanted to do, but like, I just didn't have the capabilities to actually execute it. And, um, it finally got to the point to where chase was like, okay, I feel like we can do this now. And, uh, I got with, you know, Matt Wadsworth and Dustin Alberti <coughs> and um, Chase, and I said, hey, you know, you guys figure it out and shoot it, and I'll take a look at it. And if there's stuff I don't like, you know, I'll, I'll let you know. But I've kind of given them the reins on this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the social media that we have, the avenues that we have, I just think there's so many possibilities with the show. I thought it was a great episode. I'm very excited for what's coming, you know, more because the more we do it, you know, the more these guys are going to figure out what they want to do, what you want to do, you know, what you like and don't like. But I just, I think there's so many possibilities, you know, we have... 
we have these shows now we're having thursday shows again uh hopefully more you know what i mean after this first one but well, that, we, i mean we that's have, really up you know the as far as the thursdays are you know it's really up to um the people that are being given the platform right like all of those guys and and, and girls that are <laughs> kind of you know not always getting on every single show you know the, the ball's kind of in their court to really kind of try to drive this home and the fans you know what i mean if you want more wrestling on thursday that's you know 20 bucks you know all in like you know hopefully if we get enough people out there and then they they want us to do more you know that's that's the hope but <coughs> i think the thursday kind of sets the stage to be like how they were before we started before you know before they went away where you can get some of these like sleeper stealer matches like these these matches you've had some matches on these thursday shows that come out of nowhere and then somebody you know people get promoted up to the to the main roster whatever as they say you know the more in a row that that happens and the more matches that people get like that you know the more you're going to see people on the main shows but like you said it's like a it's like a platform for some of these people that you're not going to see on every big show to really kind of show out and an opportunity to kind of show what they can do and and Every Thursday, we seem to have a great time. So, yeah, I mean, I would, I'd like to see the the house packed this coming Thursday, the twenty ninth. Yeah, um, but I guess what you're saying is uh, just. I kind of interrupted you. What were you saying about the social media? Or oh, uh, or some. There's just so much. There's so many opportunities, you know, for people. You, you know, maybe they're not going to be on every show, but you might see a segment of that of theirs on intense TV. You know what I mean? There's just so many opportunities of ways to keep fulfilling these stories and moving things forward now with intense TV and and the stories that can be told on that platform. Which, like you said, it doesn't. It's not necessarily. You're not going to have to see these to know why matches are happening. But for people who are very invested or could be more invested, this is a way to really kind of sink your teeth in the AIW and kind of get more off the, you know, more meat off the bone per se. I think it just op- opens up so many more opportunities now, kind of storytelling wise and kind of content wise with, you may not see some of these roster members on every single show, but their story and what they're, what's going on with them can still kind of be in, in relevant because you can see something on intense TV, you know what I mean? And, and there's just an opportunity for people who, who are going to get more from AIW. You know, you don't have to watch every intense TV episode to know why these matches are happening or this or that. But for the fans who really want to get more from from our roster and all that, it's a way to kind of keep them engaged and keep these stories kind of, you know, flowing without having to be on every single match. You know, we can have a lot going on at once with intense TV. You know what I mean? It keeps everyone engaged in what's going on with the stories and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, you know, I, I just think it's a complimentary content and, you know, like this podcast or like the the promo reels we were uploading before. You know, just uh, just extra stuff. You know, and hopefully something something clicks. You know, because I feel like we are doing so much unique and different. And you know, Chase Oliver is putting so many you know just nice touches on the live streams that a lot of people aren't doing and you know i'm not saying we're we're better or we're worse than anybody else i just think that you know chase is doing a lot of things and and, and putting in his own kind of little fingerprints on on these streams and and evolving them and making you know making it like a you know you're watching you're watching a live event you know you're not watching just a you know, a, a independent wrestling show, you know, it's like a different viewing experience 
which is what we've, you know, been working towards these, you know, the last year and a half that, you know, we've been doing this on our own as we've been trying to get to this point to where we're comfortable to, to try these things and, you know, kind of put our own little just unique viewing experience out there. <coughs> and, you know, Intense TV is just another thing that can kind of complement that. But, yeah, you know, I just I allowed them to I kind of gave them the shell, you know, like Wadsworth was involved in the first Intense TVs that we did, you know, 15, you know, years ago, maybe even longer, you know, it was very sporadic. It was never, you know, sometimes you'd, you'd get them sometimes, sometimes it just like the podcast, you know, like <laughs> sometimes you wouldn't, you know, it's just, um, it just different. Hey, we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> right. Different times. But, um, you know, so we kind of wanted to keep that same format and, you know, I wanted them to kind of put their own little, you know, touches, finishing touches on it. And, you know, I, I said, I wanted it to be, you know, consume consumable. So I thought 30 minutes at max was, was the way to go. Oh yeah. I think it was, I think it was a great episode. The first one I thought the, speaking of all the Cleveland all pro stuff earlier, um, you know, putting that match in there with, with Corey Graves, uh, what was his what was his indie name again? Sterling uh, James Keenan. Sterling James Keenan. Yeah, and uh, Jason and Jason Bain. That match. Uh, that was a great match. Like, uh, and that was you know that was a. So when I got the, the, I guess version one, that had no commentary on it, and mm-hmm. um, you know that was one of my things. I said you know we have to, we have to have commentary on it. If you know, I just think that the momentum dies, you know, when you just get to this match without commentary. And we didn't really do traditional commentary. It was kind of like a director's cut commentary. But uh, we, Dustin and I, hurried up and did that, like, Wednesday night. And then, um, you know, it was supposed to – we were supposed to debut on Thursday. And, I mean, I didn't get that – you know, Chase then didn't get it re-edited until, you know, late Thursday afternoon and then we had to get it ready to kind of stream it out but uh <laughs> that, that was going to be my question actually was was there original commentary because i was curious because i thought your and dustin's commentary over top of it it's like you said almost director's cut of it i like that in a sense of where it like kind of brought it all around full circle of the intense tv thing like yeah there maybe was a uh, previous commentary or whatever but this is your your and dustin's like take on it the aiw kind of look at it i guess which no, i liked was, you know what i'm saying yeah there's no there's no commentary on it at all you know like that was just that match was from like a vhs tape you know so like that's just what you got you know there wasn't you know you have to think like technology 20 years ago was like it, way different you know jt would do commentary for his cable access show but it was like you know you had to hook up a thing to a vcr and then you had to have another vcr you know like you had to be playing the tape on one vcr and then you had to be recording uh the you know recording the 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 tv with another vcr and feeding in you know a a sound cable into you know an aux cable into the second vcr like it was just you know, things were a lot more complicated in those days. So, uh, yeah. you know, if, if it wasn't going to the cable access TV, uh, there was no commentary. And, you know, a lot of those tapes were lost. I remember going to Cleveland All-Pro and, like, for, like, a dollar, you know, you could just pick a tape out of this, like, bin. And it, it was, like, the master tapes from uh, the cable access tapes. So, 
one of the first times I came to AIW, uh, Chandler had a big box of tapes, and I bought a handful of VHS from him. It was a couple CZW, uh, uh, Cage of Deaths, or not Cage of Death, uh, what was the tournament on the farm at DJ's? Uh, tournament of Death. Tournament of Death, right, thank you. And uh, there was just a couple of those, and there was uh, something, there was a couple other. But I remember when I had first gotten, it was like one of the first few times I had came to IW, so I wasn't super familiar with you know indie wrestling or in much at that at all. And uh, I remember being like, okay, all right, this is cool. But then, like years, a couple years too later, when I really started getting into indie stuff and deathmatch stuff, I looked at the tapes again. I was like, oh, holy shit, it's a tournament of death tape. Like, hell yeah, I got this for a dollar. Like, right. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably so, just, yeah, that was I, probably like Chandler's. Per, like Chandler would just like sell his personal shit to yeah. try to make money to pay for the show. Like, because he was just such a lifelong collector, and he would just buy everything, and then. You know, he would just, we called it the Chandler flea market. You know, he would just bring shit from his house and, you know, he'd put it out there and be like, yeah, I'd be like, you know, how far away are we from? He'd be like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do all right. You know, and then he'd be doing these fucking doorbuster deals and intermission, you know, selling his shit. And then uh, he'd be like, yeah, we, we covered, you know, and just, I, like crazy. I love it because like I didn't I didn't like I said uh, I didn't know Chandler as well you know I didn't know him as like you guys did I was brand new you know coming around right at the end there and but I definitely own some of his shit for sure like I said his couple a, hand, a bunch of VHS tapes um, a bunch of just like Lucy wrestling figures that I bought off him and a couple of wrestling magazines um, but it was definitely one of the first like maybe first or I, mean, I don't think it was the very first but like the second or third AIW show that I came to I just was like having such a great time I was like this is this the best shit ever like I love this I had a couple had a couple beverages from the stand over there and I was like I just want these people to have my money so I was just buying shit off Chandler I was like yes I, like I said the VHS types ta VHS tapes I didn't even really know what I was buying but I was like I, I want you to I want this to keep going here take my money like I was just buying shit it was great right. so I just owned a bunch of Chandler shit that I didn't really you know I didn't grasp it at the time but I'm still I'm glad about it now yeah I mean it's just you know just different different times but that would be the only stuff you know until they did Tele like real television on Sports Time Ohio um, that really had commentary from Cleveland All Pro, uh, just you know, just a different you know kind of a different time you know just in technology and in, in the world. But that was my big kind of feedback when I got the first um, you know first edition I guess of the new Intense TV was we needed to put commentary on that match. Uh, just you know. Because I just feel like you know, just going into a match, like, and there's no context really at all. Like, um, that could have kind of killed the momentum of, of the episode. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that was just kind of my little quirk that I was like, we got to have commentary on this. Yeah, I thought I thought it worked well. Like I said, with putting your guys, you know, AIW kind of twist on it, I, I, I thought it was it was great. Um, any, any, uh, how much do you want to allude here to the little cliffhanger action here towards the you end? You got to tune uh, in this week. That's all, that's all I got to say. Oh, shout out though to, uh, IW guide and, and Josh Goldstein who, um, wanted to sponsor and present the first episode. <laughs> you know, we did have to, you know, buy some, you know, additional things and, and software and stuff like that. So we were able to kind of stream it out to all the different social media platforms all at once. Um, so, you know, <laughs> they helped kind of, you know, take a little bit of that burden off because, you know, we're, we're putting this out there for free. You know, there's no really, there's no financial gain coming in from it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if anybody that wants to sponsor any future episodes, um, you know, please uh, email Jim at AIWrestling.com. 
Uh, we're trying to put Intense TV out weekly. You know, I don't know <coughs> if you need kind of proof of concept, but check out that first episode. Um, you know, they uh, IW Guide got the f- you know five minutes of kind of uh, exposure on the countdown clock before the episode you know went live right at eight o'clock, and then you know they got shouted out uh, during the commentary and. Um, you know, the, their logos were put up there and, you know, also on the, the video title. Yeah, I saw the logos, like, the logo was up, like, the whole time. That's on the TikTok That's, version, too, but, um, you know, the, yeah. which is was different. But, you know, the titles on the videos were also presented by IW Guide. So, you know, we're just trying to kind of find a way to balance, not uh, not lose money on this stuff and, you know, kind of continue to, to grow it. Nothing is free, even when we put it out for free. It's still costing us money, so we're trying to try to recoup all we can there with that. But thanks. Well, I mean, you got to think. You know, Chase there. is editing it. You know, just to edit it. Dustin's, you know, writing up. You know, Wadsworth and Pedro are are, are filming these hosting gigs. You know, um, but this brings in no. You know, we don't get we don't get anything. You know, you don't make anything off putting a live video on Facebook or <coughs> you know YouTube. You get like. Uh, you know, one one thousandth of a cent for you know every I don't know thousands of views. So it's just you know it's it's not uh, we're not making it back from there. You know, so um, the sponsorship did certainly help, and you know hopefully we can uh, get some sponsors for the other episodes, and you know kind of keep the train rolling. Um, you know, we're probably going to do it anyway, to be honest. But uh, if we could if we could not uh, not lose out, that would be uh, you know paramount as they say i just think it's a great opportunity if you have a smaller brand or in the wrestling you know kind of community you know whatever we're calling this thing the the vibe of wrestling and you want to get your get your brand or you know idea out to more people i mean it did you know know, it did reach a lot of people yeah it did you know i I don't know what the uh, grand total of views are impressions but you know we hit it on um you know instagram facebook youtube tiktok um Twitter, uh, even the like nearly abandoned AW Twitch channel, you know, like just we, we put it out uh, on uh, all these different kind of platforms. So, you know, it certainly got a ton of uh, ton of impressions throughout. You know, I don't know, you know, like anything else, like who knows what any of that means really as far as, um, you know, visibility. But, uh, you know, there's certainly, you know, I, I think that that uh the one on twitter you know has like you can look at it it has like over eleven thousand impressions or something like that you know so yeah for you know like (laughs) we're certainly not going to be getting coca-cola wanting to jump on board but (laughs) you know uh like you said you know something kind of you know in the obscure wrestling realm of things uh i think certainly it's a it's a decent opportunity we need somebody in the wrestling, like independent wrestling world, to come out with a, a energy drink, not Ric Flair. <laughs> Obviously, I think that's a little too big for us. But yeah, somebody, somebody make like a Red Bull wrestling, wrestling, but not not right. You obviously can't call it Red Bull, but you know what I'm saying, like an energy drink, wrestling energy drink. Yeah, buy just give us money, right? and I'll I will drink it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be wrestling. Just give us some money, you know. Like, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I guess it could just be an energy drink. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we have a lot of big things kind of on the horizon, and um, you know, this is hopefully going to help you know bring more eyes on us and um, kind of 
I don't know. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I really do feel like we're kind of on the cusp of something. Again, you know, I just feel like things are really kind of finally starting to kind of lock in a little bit like they were, you know, prior to COVID. And um, I have a strangely optimistic view of 2024 right now. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. Optimistic Thorn. All right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we do, we, we are... You know, we're very planned and, um, you know, just uh, I hope we can execute, you know. And again, you know, a lot of that falls on, you know, fans and, you know, kind of everything kind of falling into place. But I do feel like uh, we're getting pretty locked in right now. And um, I think that we certainly have a, a ton of possibilities for 2024 to, you know, finally get you know, those big crowds and, you know, kind of get, uh, the props I feel we deserve, you know, like, uh, I feel like our team, you know, it's cliche. Everybody says it about their team, but I really do feel like our team works so extremely hard. And, you know, I, I think people would just be satisfied if they just, you know, were, were acknowledged a little bit, you know, and like we kind of didn't have to always do this, you know, struggle every other show type of scenario that we've been in for so long yeah i think we'll get ours here pretty soon i think the hard work we've all been putting in i think is will be will be recognized here soon but um with that said as far as you know intense tv and stuff fans if there's anybody you want to see on intense tv or things you'd like to see feel free to join uh join the patreon get in the discord let us know you know hit the social medias what you're looking to see on intense tv we're always listening to fans you know trying to see what what you guys want especially this type of content like we said is kind of complimentary content that you know it's not make or break you don't have to but for the for the diehards and the people that want it, let us know what you want, and we'll we'll try to bring it to you. Yeah, and I do think that they're gonna like. I do think that Intense TV, as it stands right now, is really kind of in the position to evolve over time. You know, I, I think yeah, the, the first few episodes kind of introductory, and you know, as it goes on, you know, more things are gonna kind of come out of it. I know that you know, like I think that they just did a couple episodes that are just like focused. You know, like the first one was kind of really focused on Tyler Jordan and Josh Prohibition and, and Jason Bain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they have some other ones that are very kind of like focused on certain topics. Um, and then from there, you know, things are going to kind of evolve out and, you know, the it ends on a cliffhanger. Um, and then, you know, I know that they've shot additional things to kind of, you know, go in that direction. Um, which you'll probably see some this this Thursday, <laughs> some more on that cliffhanger. If you didn't watch, I won't spoil it for you. But, um, you know, just um, it, it, I think it's going to evolve into more of, you know, like your wrestling, you know, your wrestling TV show. But, uh, you know, right now it's kind of in its, its infancy. So, like, there's a lot of different directions it can go. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for Intense TV. Uh, I, I'm, I, I love I love weekly content like that. Uh, you know, it's the, the more AIW, the better, in my opinion. So, uh, we did open it up to questions in the Patreon and the Discord, and we got a decent amount of questions. So, if you if you don't have any more, or if there's anything more you want us to go no, on the no, Intense let's, TV. Let's do it. Okay, um, uh, AIW uh, local. Uh, 
favorite, one of my favorite fans, the Rip City Pharmacist. Uh, he has a question. He's saying, with SummerSlam rumored to be in Cleveland this summer, uh, is it possible, can they expect a huge AIW show on that Thursday before, almost kind of like, like a Mania-type deal, like, you know, when the Indies are on, when, they had, when WWE's in town-type deal? <laughs> we keep getting asked that, but it's just like, I don't know. You know, we don't know the date, so we don't know, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we have some, you know, we have some kind of things, you know, in the in the, you know, in the works for the summer, you know, like additional things like back at North Canton street festival. Um, you know, we've been approached by some other places. Um, so I don't know, you know, like, I, is it going to be a I Saturday? Would... Is it going to be a Sunday? Is it, you know what I mean? Is SmackDown going to also be here? Like there's just, are they going to do an NXT special? Like there's just so much unknown right now. I don't, I, I don't know if I can answer it. Right. And I mean, I would think, I would think the only real thing that we could control would be the relationship with our Thursday venue. If you guys want would want something like that to be possible, we're going to have to be filling these Thursday shows. That way, if this comes spur of the moment, you know, the venue's trusting of us to say, hey, yeah, throw that on there. Because every time we book these people, they pack the house. You know what I'm saying? So that, that I would honestly think, you know, not to sound like a little, you know, corporate corporate shill there, but I would think, honestly, that's the only really variable that we can control would be having the venue be pleased enough that if we did spur the moment be like hey you guys open for a thursday yeah they would be like thing is like you know know, what i'm saying you gotta have you know you gotta have a venue that's available like everything's like so hush hush and i've been trying to ask around about it and like i can't get an answer you know i've asked people you know that work for the browns i've asked people that work for wwe you know like i've asked people that work for the city you know like at city hall like you can't get an answer on anybody so like i nobody said yes nobody said no like Nobody's said, what are you talking about either? You know what I mean? It's all kind of just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, you, yeah, but I mean, what if, right. you know, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, what if we, it's, what if SummerSlam's on the day that Russell Rager's scheduled? Then what do we do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's been booked a year out, you know? Like, what do you do? Right, then? right. I guess we would have to run against SummerSlam, right? I mean, I feel like I feel like Russell Rager would do pretty well. I don't know, man. I think it'd be all right. I think that show, I think that show brings a lot of fans that uh, you know wouldn't be, you know, running home. But then, I mean, I don't know what uh, WWE doesn't start until what eight o'clock. I mean, we could we're we're usually done by eight o'clock. You know what I mean? We'll go inside, yeah. not, no class, and watch SummerSlam. It could be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, so. It, I just need more information, you know, and then to go to go from there, you know, like that's really a, it's just kind of like a wait and see. Okay, uh, he was also Mike is also curious about any word, you know, go, anything going on with the Odeon. I know there's been some talks um, that you said that there's you know still renovating and stuff, but there's been a little bit of back and forth between between you guys. Um, I just know that it's like gonna be a venue again. That's all I really know. <laughs> I don't know what's. Uh, like anything really more than that you know i don't know if whatever it is is going to be interested in us i don't know if we would be interested you just know it's not going to be like a museum or something right, right. like that like, <laughs> yeah i've definitely heard that it's going to be a venue again and it's been renovated and <clears throat> from what i understand um you know because i posted some of those backstage photos um you know the person that's like kind of running 
the you know running it or whatever reached out to mm-hmm. somebody that you know is works with works with us and said like oh wow this room doesn't even exist anymore so like who knows what it looks like you know like because uh you know i had posted the the green rooms or whatever and they had mm-hmm. reached out to somebody and was like oh yeah let them know that this room doesn't even exist there anymore with no further no further explanation so uh, <laughs> just that it's not there <laughs> who knows you know it could be a totally different place it could not work in there again you know i don't know i've not personally spoken to anybody from the Odeon though um so you know and we're, we're locked in you know at temple live for the cleveland dates through through the end of the year at this point you know uh, so it's all kind of just wait and see right um, Jersey Mike is curious to know what match you're really excited to see for the 29th uh, at the at the uh, Mercury Music Lounge. Uh, the 29th, The Leap is the name of the show. AIW well, the only the one that I can comment on is uh, the production open challenge because that's the only one that's been formally publicly announced. Uh, so that that's what I was going to say. Yeah, everything I love else, a good open challenge. Everything else has been announced in the the early bird uh, special tier of Patreon. You can see the whole card on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to devalue uh, what uh, those people pay for. So um, if you want to know uh, what the card is, sign up for that $15 tier on the AW Patreon. If not, uh, pay attention to the social media. And uh, I think a lot of things are going to uh, kind of uh, evolve themselves or develop uh, this week on Intense TV, I I was like I said I was gonna say that match anyways because honestly you know I love a good open challenge you know I love a good surprise you don't know who's gonna come out and, and answer that call but I also think it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see Derek and Katie you know as a tag again it's ever since the big split you know we've only got to see a little bit of Derek and Katie as an actual cohesive tag unit you know what I mean not just Katie as his valet you know so I'm 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 stoked for this match and I'm, it could be anyone who could come out and op- answer the open challenge so. Love a good surprise. That that was definitely going to be my pick, you know, regardless of announced or unannounced. You and, know you know, I, the card is, you know, supposed to be very focused on, you know, the, the um, I guess, uh, underexposed talents, you know, like we've been talking about. But you got to kind of put some of those, you know, main, you know, main show attractions. You, you know what I mean? And, like, um, they are certainly a, a main show attraction. <coughs> so, you know, uh, I hope that that kind of convinces you know the aw regular fan to kind of check out on the thursday and you know you, you got to kind of cross pollinate those uh, those audiences of you know the the people that are coming to support the, the young kids you know and, and also get the aw kind of diehard people in there as well so i think katie and and, and derek uh, showing up on on a thursday show uh, certainly uh, should help things Right. And I mean, I think that's part of what's so intriguing to me is like you're going to see them, Derek and Katie, going to wrestle somebody or a tag that maybe you wouldn't normally always see on a big main show. There's a lot of different potential there with impossibility of who they're going to face, you know, and it's not going to be just your every old everyday old average J.I.W. tag match. You know what I mean? It's going to be some some styles crossing. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that one. Um, going forward here, uh, Jeremy, Mr. Ski, uh, wants to know who, who was contacted or considered kind of who was on the short list, uh, for Stan's replacement. Um, I spoke to Dory Funk Jr. And I spoke to Tully Blanchard. And wow. I, 
quite a list right there. It's hornswoggle. <laughs> hornswoggle. <laughs> Swags? Um, I'm trying to Man, think. could you imagine if Swaggle if, if would have came out in the hat? And the, well, that was like, what the I bolt. pitched. That's what I pitched yeah. as him as a cowboy. Um, cowboy Swags would be incredible. Use books. I, 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 there were others, but those are the three that are just immediately in my brain right now. Uh, but it just didn't didn't work at all. Okay, I mean, I think uh, it would have been ter- Paul- it would have been Dory Funk's like eighty third birthday. Like it was actually wow. his birthday. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it just he didn't want to come out on his birthday. Huh? <clears throat> no, he was down. Uh, he was down for it. But you know what the flight would have cost on that late of notice based on where he flies out of was just like i mean it was we would have been in super deep with the you know with uh the flights and the fees and all that stuff like uh it was just it wasn't something that i thought that we would be able to to cover on you know like a day and a half notice or whatever we had yeah Uh, but I mean, I tried. You know, there was. I I feel like I contacted other people too, but those are the three names for sure that I know that I, I spoke to. I mean, that's quite a list. But it's also. I mean, we've talked about this before. It's extremely hard. You know, with one or two days notice, because a flights are just going to be so much more. Um, and it's just you know it's hard it's hard on a short short notice like that it's tough you know there's not much that can really be done unfortunately yeah, and, and on a Saturday I don't know. too you know like it's just tough you just got to think you got to think to yourself if if that doesn't happen if Stan shows or if we get somebody else or blah 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 and you don't make Paul you know wear the cowboy hat you don't get that incredible backstage promo of the Paul the Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that doesn't happen, and it, we, we got that. So I think we should just be happy with the outcome, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it certainly <laughs> was, you know, the uh, I guess the path of less least resistance. Um, you know, after having those those conversations with, you know, it was just it, it was really an impossible situation, kind of to <laughs> to work our way out of. Um, so you know, it is what it is, and you know, the, the these these guys that you know are so impactful like that are just booked so far in advance now you know because there's just less and less of you know the big name guys so you know it was just we were really kind of up against a wall and it it was just kind of like you know we can't it's just not going to work like you know it's just kind of like okay like let's i'm gonna go take my medicine and uh, let people be mad at me and you know just take my licks and kind of you know try to move past it that was all we could do you know because it was just uh, there was no way you know that we were going to be able to to pull it off like the only one that was even available was dory funk jr and you know just what the flights would have been because he where he flies out of it was like it's a smaller airport and it was just you know there with a with a day's notice there were not a lot of there were not a lot of routes available that would have gotten them here on time. So it was just like, it was crazy, crazy money. Um, and it was the amount of money that I did not feel comfortable gambling. Yeah. Um, Scott Randoms wants to know, is there any chance of a Kevin Sullivan uh, appearance for a meet and greet? Uh, he says he remembers he was scheduled in the mid, mid, uh, 
2022, and his flight was canceled, so he didn't show. Um, yeah, that was like to... that was a deal through Moose from ACW. Um, you know, he had travel issues, and yeah, he was going to do like a loop of you know our show, his show, and you know something else, and like the flight kind of. I think the flight got canceled because he f- flies out of somewhere like I, th- I want to say Seattle. Um, so I don't know. Like weirdly, I have a like Kevin Sullivan called me a couple times. I never called him back though. Um, unrelated because like <laughs> you know he like he didn't know that he was ever booked for AIW. I don't think you know because it was all through um, ACW. But uh, he got like, I don't know. He must follow AIW or something. He, he was like asked somebody for my phone number. He was trying to. <laughs> He's trying to come in, so I don't know. Uh, so the door is open. Then it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, 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 the door is open. You know, I just gotta, I gotta find the right, uh, the right scenario for him. Fantastic. Um, one last one. Herskules wants to know how hard would it be to run a wrestling show in the field that's outside of Toyhio? Um, you know, excuse me. Obviously, it wouldn't work in the winter time, but uh, June, so, you know, a summertime show. I don't. I mean. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's really up to the venue. And I certainly don't know how you would charge for it if it's in the field, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Probably not, but not that simple, you know? Like, um, I would love to get back out to Youngstown. We were like, yeah, I thought we were going to be at that Penguin City place. The, the conversations went well with the owner, and then they kind of pawned us off onto somebody else, and they just, like, told me that they're booked for the whole year and i was like really the whole year so i don't know what happened there but um and west side bowl i just i don't know like it's just i thought we did well there but i just thought that we weren't uh, i wasn't feeling the love there i'll say that um, okay you know like I, I don't think that the amount of business that we were bringing them was was appreciated um so you know i don't know like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna beg to come back you know, like it, we did, yeah. we we did pretty good, and uh, you know it is what it is. So we were we were we're certainly looking for somewhere else in the area. I love kind of you know partnering up with Toyhio when we can. <laughs> I think it's just great synergy for you know for us for them. Like I, I I just think there's just so many possibilities, but we you know we couldn't do it in that place because you know where they do their show because they just it's so crazy packed with vendors. You know they set up the day before. And then they're tearing down, you know, as soon as the show's over at four o'clock. So it's just like for us to be able to turn that room over uh, like that quick, it would be it would be pretty difficult. So it, I don't know. It would be just too much room, I think, that would go unused for toys, well, that and that's too, not yeah. really what the what the point of it is, really. So well, I'm saying like, idea, I'm saying like right. if we did it after it was over, like oh, waiting right, for right. them to turn over the room and then like us setting up, you know what I mean? Oh, they they yeah. don't stop until four o'clock, so you know, like it's pretty tight. Like there's no, there's absolutely no way that we could do it during the convention because, I mean, Rick uses every bit of real estate you know which is yeah props, that's what i was props saying. to him you know what i mean he has that he has every every vendor you can squeeze on there is in there right um, they wouldn't want to waste the space right. of the ring i guess was my point yeah yeah right so. right right 
Um, okay, well, that was kind of it for questions as far as the Discord goes. If you want to get in our Discord, uh, join up to the Patreon. Uh, there's a bunch of different tiers. Uh, as John just said earlier, too, um, the card was has been announced in the early bird tier. So if that's the type of thing you want to, you know, you, you like you like to see the you know the card ahead of time, uh, we put the podcast up early usually in there when we're able to. There's a lot of early bird stuff going on in there. So ticket, a bunch of different ticket tiers, links, though. tickets go on sale first in there. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a major thing. Um, but like, that's going to be the next kind of project. Is you know, kind of breaking news here is I, I want to revamp Patreon. You know, to kind of make it more uh, inclusive for everybody. You know what I mean? And like, kind of maybe change up those those tiers and you know the pricing and you know kind of like condense it down. Um, you know, I've been looking at different things. You know, there's very successful Patreons that just have like. You know, you get everything for five bucks. You know what I mean? And I'm just like wondering, is there, is that, is that better to just give everything away for five bucks to everybody or keep it separate? I don't know. Um, but I definitely feel like that is kind of next on the, on the to do list is kind of tweaking and, and putting more of a focus on the, the Patreon and figuring out, you know, what the, what the best plan of attack is there. Yeah. Well, if sound you have off in the idea, Discord. Sound off. I was in the just going to say, yeah. If there's things you want to see or any ideas, you know, for the Patreon, sound off the Discord. Let us know. Like you said, we're always trying to, you know, listen to everybody and take advice. So, um, we do have a show that coming up uh, next week, uh, the 29th of February. AIW presents the Leap at Mercury Music Lounge Thursday, the 29th. Uh, back, leap day. Back on leap some, day. Yeah. It's on Leap Day. Excuse me, weekday, correct? Leap yeah, day. we got leap leap day. Yeah, the last the, the, the once every four years we get the 29th. Uh, we get we're gonna do this every year on the twenty on the, on the leap year. We should we start a year you know quad quad yearly event. I don't know. Once like we kind of got them interested again, I just thought that there was only one date that we could do. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was too weird to not do it on leap day. I like it. Um, $20, all tickets, $20. Come out, uh, have a good time on, on the 29th, a party with us on a Thursday. I'm excited for the show. Like you said, uh, the card is in the Discord. If you're, or excuse me, in the Patreon. If you're a Patreon member, Early Bird, you can see that card. I've seen the card. I'm pretty excited for it. A lot of stuff that I'm excited for. Come out, hang out with us on a Thursday, and then we will also, be back um, in Cleveland. Yeah, also, well, I was going to, you know, you're segueing into it, but. Um, I got a message from Michelle Carter, and apparently, front row is sold out for March twenty second already. So, you know, those are kind of those are cooking right now. And then we have the three tables, three premium tables left. Um, so, you know, let's uh, let's get those ringside sold. Let's get those tables sold. I would like to uh, I would like to get that the temple fucking jamming on uh, March twenty second. We got a lot of fucking crazy shit planned for that. That's for yeah, sure. Re- return to Cleveland, our first show of the year in Cleveland proper. We'll be at the Masonic Temple, the insane, the intense asylum, as we like to call it. Um, very excited for that show. Like you said, front row sold out, um, but get those. There's still a few tables. I, I think those tables are the best seat in the house. Um, buy up those premium seating, and uh, let's pack the place because, as John said, we got a lot of a lot of wild shit planned for March 22nd. We're bringing Demolition in for a meet and greet. We're bringing in Effie, fan favorite. We've gotten tons of requests. When are you bringing Effie back? When's Effie coming back? Guys, booked solid. We got him. March 22nd. At There's Masonic, some other at, fucking... There's some uh, another fucking huge return um, that is coming. 
on that day as well. Uh, some debuts, uh, returns. It's a fucking, it's a loaded, it's a pretty loaded fucking lineup. Uh, it's actually so loaded. Like I'm just like, I don't even know where to put all these people. Like I'm trying to keep, you know, the match count down and it's just like <laughs> people keep trying to get on the show. It's no, like, let's load it up. Let's do an like, old school like fifteen matcher. <laughs> it's like how do you say? You know what I mean? It's like how do you say now? Maybe next time. You know, like it's just so. It's just some somebody today was trying to get on, and I'm just I don't I don't know where to put you. You know, like we we got nine matches, and one is a scramble with the most random collection of people of all time. So it's just like fuck. Uh, but yeah, March twenty second is it's gonna be fucking it's gonna be a biggie. I think so. Uh, Hell yeah. I want that fucking, you know, like I'm not, I'm not getting too greedy, but I would love to see that lower bowl fucking filled. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't know what we would have to do to fill that, fill it all the way up. But man, I would like to see the majority of that lower bowl filled because it looked so sick at here at the temple, um, you know, with with all those people in there, and you know, it wasn't totally even filled. So I just think that you know, if we could fill that lower bowl, I mean, that would just be huge. We do have one match that is announced for that show, and I mean that that should bring the people out for sure. We got Josh Prohibition and Jason Bain versus Josh Bishop and Tyler Jordan in a tag match. Uh, like John said, would love to love to pack the place because it sounds like we got an insane card. So I'm very excited. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, Thorn? No, just uh, you know, hopefully uh, someone drops a sponsorship on Intense TV this week, and uh, you know, look for that on Thursday night around 8 p.m. All right. Well, for myself, for John Thorne, for AIW, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks.